this thing on. What up, everybody? It's freaking freaking Friday. <laughs> that should be our new intro. <laughs> um, how are how are we this morning? I'm good. 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 You look great. You look summery. I like this shirt on you. I'm. I wasn't gonna wear shorts today, but then I thought it's a little. Fuck it. It's a little bit bold. <laughs> I feel like I mean it's 13 degrees, but it's been so cold. I feel in Kingston. For quite a while, and we've had these little like teasers of spring, and then it comes back and it's chilly. Um, so well, but Canada. I still think it's too soon. It's too soon. It is too well, it's not too soon, it's too cold. It's too Usually, cold. it's not this fucking cold this time I, of year. No, I also disagree with that statement. I, really? <laughs> I feel like it's it's cold into April. I remember shooting some photos last year with a couple friends of mine, and we went to go outside, and it was. Like we shot fast and we were like, let's go. It was, oh, really? Yeah. See, because I remember when I grew up, I played paintball and March break was the beginning of paintball season. It would, but I don't ever remember it being cold. Also, I think that the weather was very different when we were younger. That's true. You know, hey, global warming, fucking shit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, everybody do your part, okay? Recycle. <laughs> don't bless you oh. <laughs> i hope we don't cut that out <laughs> um well that's good i'm glad that you're great this morning how are you i'm wonderful i feel like i've been up for a very long time uh which i i have but i got to sleep in a new bed last night mm. it was a king size bed and i think most of the night um, we're not even really going to discuss why my shoulder's hurting because the struggle of getting this thing, this king size mattress up two flights of really narrow, windy stairs yeah. into my bedroom at the top of the castle, um, was it was interesting. Yeah, was, you have a pretty fucked up staircase. Eh? Yeah, and there was three of us, and it was a lot of uh, of work, but we did it. But it was amazing sleeping on it. Like, but I feel like I slept the wrong way. Like, it didn't matter how I slept; there was still so much room for my legs. You know, like I started <laughs> laying on like the one side, and then I'd kick my feet out, and then I was kind of on a diagonal. And I think at one point I was laying sort of across the entire bed. And, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, really a king size nice. bed is basically just a big fucking square it's amazing just wait until you fucking go to put your sheets on the next time yeah and you're looking at it going it looks the fucking same and then you put it on and it doesn't fit and you're like fuck except someone uh informed me last night that the tag always goes at the bottom left corner so if you just follow along with that method of madness i'll never mess it up again i just find the tag on the sheet bottom left corner boom Save time. I don't ever remember seeing tags. Well, they're there. Have a look. Obviously, I'm doing it wrong. Have a look. I know. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Name of your sex tape. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm doing it wrong. Um, I This is the first time in three episodes that Mike with Wings and I have landed together forever. Sans... Guest. Yeah, since guests have been on. So I'm really happy to land with you this morning. What do you want to talk about? Because um, we don't have a lot of time. I today. know. You know what's really funny? I, I first want to like set out after I listen back to all of the episodes that we have and I drive myself crazy. So <laughs> I'm trying to be better at listening. That's my new 
I want you to call me out on it and I'm actively starting to be better at listening. Um, I know we get excited sometimes and we start talking over each other and things and things, which is fine. There's times where things really get away from us and excitement and whatever that is and it's great and I love it. But I want to try to incorporate into my life being a better listener and hearing people before I respond or, you know, start thinking of that like thing that you want to say. I think that's something that we can all practice. So then in thinking of that, because I listened to last week's podcast on my drive um, back this morning and uh, it got me thinking a lot that we tie everything we talk about into the idea of being entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But based on that and based on a conversation perhaps you and I had yesterday, I want to maybe this morning look at those things just in our life first because everything that we feel in our life we're carrying over into our business right like Mm -hmm. it's not as though we're super confident fucking humans and then we walk into the business world and we're like real sheepish and we don't know what to do like we're not that way we're that way in both worlds so I I'm starting to you know make the correlation and I think we've talked about it before but even more that the way we're responding to and dealing with issues that are coming up as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. is how we deal and respond to issues that are coming up in our life. And that's, I think, one of the first places we should start. Can you give me a for instance? Um, as my, excuse me while my phone rings, that was inappropriate. Easy Hollywood. Um, can you give me a for instance? Like... <clears throat> Um, I mean, like, I feel like I have given you, for instances before, and I don't know why in this moment I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) So um, looking at, so if I was to look at myself, I think my confidence is always, it always was as a young kid believing that I was good enough Mm -hmm. and really trying to like exceed that, what I thought that expectation would be for myself. Like I just wanted to be seen and I wanted um, I think like every kid, like you want to be good at stuff. And, and I think I started to doubt that more when I moved into high school. And then I adapted this image of myself where I really just felt devalued and not good enough for anything. So mm-hmm. when I – and that went way into like adulthood and way into my 30s. And I promise you I'm still working on it. But when I look at it in my business, when I first started my business, I think the reason that I wanted to say so small and so mom and pop for so long was because I didn't believe that I was deserving of the thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe that I was deserving of the success. I didn't believe that I was deserving of people actually giving a fuck what it was that I had to say or what I had been through or any of those things. And so as I started to work more on myself in my own life, my business just started to succeed on its own because that confidence was something I mirrored in into business. Mm-hmm. And that's only recently been happening the last maybe a few months to a year because I think even starting the studio, I doubted why me and I doubted why I could be busy and I, what did I have to offer that other people didn't? And then something sort of switched that was like, no, you, you're just like you and it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be this way. Does that make sense to what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So fears that we have in our regular life. So if you have a fear in your regular life of approaching people, or you're more of an introvert and you don't like to talk to people and in any situation or start a conversation or be assertive and take a step forward, maybe in your business you're lacking a little bit on the cold calling or the things mm-hmm. that you need to do um, that have to do with your business. <laughs> it's funny you say that because as I was as you were talking about that, I I got thinking about 
me and the, like some of the things that I'm going through right now for my branding mm-hmm. and figuring out my positioning and, and all that fun stuff. Um, but a lot of it has to do with, and the people that I'm working with are encouraging me to think about, um, what is it in my business that I offer that nobody else can? And I'm having a really hard time. Well, I've had a really hard time in the past coming up with it because in, in my life, I've always been such a follower. I've never been a huge leader. I've never been a trailblazer. I've never, um, I've never kind of struck out on my own and, and just, you know, I was never that kooky kid in, in school wearing like fucking weird pants <laughs> that, were, no, that were, nobody else wore. You weren't wore. the risk taker. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> like I never, I never showed up to school in weird pants and just thought like, well, fuck it. I like them. You know, like that was never, that was never me. You were always, you, you is it fair to say you were part of one of the, the herd or the crowd or the thing? Like you just wanted to blend in. I guess. I'm asking you, is that is that fair to say? Um, or did you want to be the risk taker? You just weren't. No, I think, yeah, it was just a matter of blending in. But at the same time, like when I went to high school, I, I blended in, but I blended in with a lot of different groups. Like I was never, I was never one to have like the tight, five people in high school that they were we were inseparable and I didn't really branch out like when I got a break if this group of friends were busy I would go to the other side of the school and hang out with the group of friends that I had over there it was like <laughs> you were I don't know I, I, I don't a chameleon I guess like I could find common ground with everyone mm. um but again it was it was always about you know when you're with those people you're you find you follow that kind of thing group yeah so you started off i want (coughs) to i want to go back because you started off in that place where it was like what you offer Mm -hmm. right that's where i think that take me back oh i'm still i'm still hammering that down but i i was just saying that the reason i i have had such a hard time trying to figure all of that out is because i've never really thought about myself as an individual it's always just kind of like follow follow this way and then follow that way and that that kind of translated into my insecurities in business because you know that that has led me down a path where I'm just like everyone else so it's hard to see myself more successful than everybody else because I'm just like everybody else So so in this process I've been developing the the uniqueness of my brand and what I specifically have to offer and things like that. I love what you're saying and I and I adore that you're taking on the concept of figuring out what it is to, to step away from what the crowd is mm. offering, right? I well, think it's and- important for all of us to offer an experience and the mm-hmm. experience with you is going to be different than an experience with somebody else because anyone can just take a photo, but it's beginning to end from first time that you touch down and you have communication to the last time you sign off with images. It's the full experience Mm -hmm. that you're giving in that process. And that to me is what makes why I choose working with you Mm -hmm. Um, because you do offer a really 
sort of like wholehearted experience in what you do and you give a fuck about mm -hmm. that thing that you're doing every mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I I think that's I think it's really important the process. Um <clears throat> but it's also about um because for so long I only thought of myself as a photographer. Mm. I go, I take photos, the subject matter may change and maybe that's what makes me different. But I'm I'm working with John Allison at Backcountry Branding and Rob Howard who's a uh, brand what's his title he has such a uh, unique title it's uh brand brand rehabilitation therapist <laughs> therapist um boom boom i feel he, like that's amazing yeah so and he when like what he does is he works with brands to help them find their kind of north star and i've been working with these two geniuses and they've been uh, they've been kind of changing my mindset and getting me to think that well it's not it's not photography that sets you apart that is your medium that's mm -hmm. not what you mm -hmm. that's not the product that you offer that's the method in which you offer it um, which which has just kind of changed everything like everything that I saw about my business I'm looking at it from a totally different perspective and it's it's been crazy. Um, there's also a book that I read, um, that has like in, within the first couple pages has a really eloquent way of, of putting that together. Um, and I, I, oh, Terry O'Reilly, it's called this I know by Terry O'Reilly. And one of the things that he says, uh, he, he, he lists a couple different brands, but the one that kind of really sticks with me is Michelin and what he says in the book is that Michelin doesn't they don't sell tires they sell safety tires is just the way that they do it mm. and I was like holy fuck <laughs> that's goddamn. it just like punched you right in the face yeah. you're like damn it just drop damn kicked, it just drop kicked my brain well, but it was it was it's it, it makes perfect sense yeah it, and it just completely shifts the way that you think about mm-hmm everything to do mm -hmm. with your business and it's yeah once you can figure all that what out would, what would mine be like wellness is like the thing um wellness is the vehicle hmm. as someone who's been on the receiving end of <laughs> so many name your sex tapes this morning uh <laughs> 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 what would yours be um Would it would it be too uh, too much to say enlightenment or empowerment? Enlighten <laughs> enlightenment might you be said a little enlightenment, and I was like the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think empowerment would be would be one way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that that's fair. I think that's something to grow off of. I don't know if I've ever thought of it that way. I know what I offer is is different it's um it's a coaching mm -hmm. of some kind but it's you know can be love and it can be tough love yep <laughs> yep i feel like we need to wake up this morning a little bit i i think this is probably one of the deepest episodes we've had we've ever in, had in a little while i also okay do you want to know something else that i noticed in um 
listening back to the podcast. We're getting better at it. Well, we're getting better <laughs> at it, but you and I go off on some tangents. Like even last week with Becca, there's a couple of times where we would go off. She's like, that was a good question. And then she would, go, she would come back. <laughs> she would come back and we'd be like a little bit softer, like just fucking going back and forth about some shit. It was just like we were two kids. Or like one time she's like, do you guys want me to leave? Like, should I leave right now? It was just really funny. And I noticed that with each one of... <laughs> Sorry, I just had this I just had this mental picture that like brought me back to uh elementary school where you get that you get the teacher at the front of class who's trying to tell you shit and then the kids go fucking off and then the teacher just stands there and goes, "I'll wait." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it yeah. is. And we go off on some things. Um most of the time when it's you and I left to our own uh, devices the, they don't have a lot to do with what it is that we maybe are here to accomplish. Um, but I think it's part of our process. But when there's mm. a third person, it like grounds us out. It's like we both get to be kites and mm -hmm. they become the kite holder. We have guests on just to babysit us, basically. Just to mediate <laughs> our thoughts because they wander. Um but yeah, so those are just some things I noticed. So I'm gonna think... I'm gonna try and be a better listener and um, I think that's what people like about our podcast, though. Is that I'm not a good yeah, listener? I've, I've had a what's that? <laughs> is that I'm not a good listener? <laughs> no, is that is that we go off on? You know, it's not it's not as structured and uh, thought out. No, it's it's <laughs> it's it's, it's, flu it's fluid in the sense that, and uh, people have told me that they appreciate listening to our podcast simply because it's. It's like they're a part of the conversation. They're just sitting there observing. Mm. It's a conversation. It's not mm. It's not anything structured. It's not like you're listening to... I, I actually listened to a podcast the other day, and it felt like I was in a class. I felt like I was, Some people I was do doing like that, an though. online is, training session. Yeah, there is people who do enjoy that. Mm. I'm sorry. That was a bad listening moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I need a fucking buzzer. Also, you're <laughs> sucking on the soundboard, by the way. Um... I what? agree. We we had a soundboard for one episode that we we it was part it was episode twelve part one uh, that that didn't make it, and uh, you gave me a soundboard. Yeah, I haven't loaded any audio clips. Too. I, I would like to put that on I my. I can't honey. find any free. Can you put audio that on my honey to do list? Can we just record our own? We'll just like take it out in the world one day and just like get sound clips. It'll be amazing. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I I feel as though. What I would love to know from you right now, because we do have a bit of a shorter episode today. It's just sort of us coming back mm -hmm. together for a regroup because we have a, a new guest next week and then a, hopefully a reoccurring guest after that. But what between episode one and episode 13, other than all of the audio shit you've learned, <laughs> you know, outside of like our new technical ability. And when I say our, I mean, Mike's. Um, what do you think is the biggest thing that you've, your, your biggest takeaway away from this right now? Um, fuck. I, hmm. I mean, I, I there's a, kind of the biggest change since we started the podcast mm -hmm. is that I've shifted the way that I think about things. Like I've started transitioning my, uh, my mindset and my thought process and the way that I think about myself and shit like that. But that's not totally 
that's not 100% influenced by the podcast. The podcast has helped. It's been a huge outlet for me to discuss things and get things out and stuff like that. But it's also the people that I've, you know, injected into my life and the people that I choose to put around me who have, um, who have helped me along. And that's not podcast related, but the podcast has helped with that. I think that's the biggest change. I wish you guys could see the hearts beaming out of my eyes um, at this man right now because I'm going to say that that um, that's fucking huge, right? Like that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Changing our mindset, especially when we're in a negative one, is a, it's a huge thing. So I've also noticed that in, in you and I think that it's great. <laughs> Just like Tony would say. <laughs> you remember what about you what's the biggest thing that's changed for you um consistency with this it's it's funny i've um <coughs> everything in my week usually has to do with work right and this is a piece of my day at the end of the week that i get to take for myself to just kind of explore a conversation with you and the consistency of that and what we built. You and I have been doing this since September. It's fucking April, dude. So we've it's been, been a while. It's been a while. So I don't know if I've committed to anything outside of my work and my dog and my own self care, which also suffers a little bit. So now I incorporate it into my everyday when I am at the studio, like Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. This has been the most consistent thing in my world. And it's shown me that I can be that consistent with other things in my life, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have been meeting every Friday, less a few Fridays in September, and that's really cool. The commitment that we've made to each other to just be here and banter and um, you putting up with my shit and showing up late because <laughs> I'm stoned all the time. Because um, that's just, it makes me happy. And uh, <laughs> You're so hard on yourself for being late. Well, you know, it's fun. especially considering that like I'm not timing you like we start when you show up. It's not like I, I look know. at my it's not like I look at my watch and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's 10 o'clock. Where are the where, where is bitch she? At? And it's- also, once you do show up nine times out of 10, there's a bunch of shit that I need to do to get ready <laughs> before we can start. It's true. So but I used to be it's it's because this part of me just stopped I was so OCD about showing up 15 minutes early for things and, you know, having things done a certain way, but to the point where it made me really anxious and I didn't feel like relaxed at all in who I was. Once I got to the place early or whatever, perhaps I would feel relaxed, but I was like missing the like drive. Mm -hmm. So this morning I drove an hour and a half to an appointment and you know, in the past or even two or three years ago, I would be really stressed about the drive to get there to get there on time. And this mm. morning, my goal was like, I'll leave at 7.15. And then you know what? I'm like, I woke up at 7. I'll leave at 7.30. It's not a big deal. And then it's like 7.35. And then I want to stop and grab a coffee. And and the whole drive, I was able to relax because I was like, and I may be a minute or two late, but I'm okay with it. And so mm. that thing shifted in me, but I still do respect your time and I respect everybody else's time. And I don't want to be like that asshole that shows up late, but I just don't get stressed about it now. And if it means that Baron's outside an extra minute or, you know, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. so, but I still feel like it's disrespectful to be late. So I do really try, but then I also like give no fucks if I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also depends on like what you're going to. Like if you're meeting friends for a beer, and you're 10 minutes late. Right. That's a different story to like 
missing your court date by 20 minutes. You <laughs> Not know, that like we have court dates or yeah, anything, well, but no, I mean, but or, like, or having a client standing outside of the studio waiting. Exactly. For me. So those are things that, but that I really do try and try and be there. You know, when when I need to be there. But mm-hmm. yeah, things like this, I'm. I'm a little bit more laid back, but it's also made me happier to not feel anxious about it and be like, mm, it just is what it is. And I'll mm-hmm. get there. And I actually do want to enjoy the drive and yeah. see all of <coughs> the things happening. So it's cool. But I'm sorry for being late. Thanks. Thank you for loving me. I I never notice when you're late. And he has no choice. I make him love me. What? <laughs> I said, and he has no choice. I make him love me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drugs me all the time. <laughs> it's how I get my friends to stay. I just lock them in the studio. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm really excited. Let's sort of, I know we don't have a lot of goals like for the podcast. I think we mm. have intentions for the podcast, which I'd actually like to use the word intention instead of goal anyway. But moving into the summer, what's something that you want to accomplish? We're gonna we're gonna set some intentions. Podcast related? Yeah, podcast related. Oh my god, he's such I, a fast answerer. <laughs> I'm trying I'm desperately trying to think of something. I when we started I'm this when we started this podcast, like <laughs> Do you remember the conversation we had um, when we started the podcast? Like the first conversation, the first episode? No, the first conversation about thinking of the uh, conception probably, uh, of the podcast. So it went a little something like this. I went to you and I was like, I think it'd be cool to have a podcast. And you were like, man, I've been trying to start a podcast about something for fucking months now. I was like, we should do a podcast. And then you were like, what will we do it about? I was like, well, the only two topics that i have any authority on or any any content to discuss is photography and business you're like i own a business let's talk about that (laughs) (laughs) that was like that's that's the conception then we both spit in our palms we shook (laughs) hands and here we are fucking six months later longer than that but that's that's exactly how it happened and then further along in the conversation we started talking about imposter syndrome and the fact that nobody's discussing it and talking about it and then well, actually, you brought up imposter syndrome. I was like, "Oh my god, I have that!" <laughs> and then we were like, "We need let's let's explore this option and just talk about the everyday shit that we go through in our businesses." Yeah. And because people will, people will associate with that and and appreciate that. And I've had people talk to me about the podcast and say, "Man, I never wanted to admit it up until now, but like I feel this shit all the time." So just having uh, an outlet where I can go and listen and realize that I'm not the only one suffering <laughs> from this bullshit um, kind of puts everybody at ease. And it's, it's it's almost it almost alleviates the imposter syndrome, because if everyone around you is just as insecure, then you're not imposters at all. You're just dealing gr- with your shit. Folk. You know you're what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Folk trying, to, trying to make your way. Yeah. And part of the reason that people feel like an imposter is that you know, Joe Blow next door is doing so much better and so much, you know, doing big things and has everything sorted. And then you're looking at that thinking, fuck, he's got it all together. That's what encourages the, in the imposter syndrome in me. And then you have a conversation with them and they're like, fuck, fuck. If I don't get paid for this 
job. I'm not going to be able to pay my staff. And then you're sitting there thinking, oh, my God, you have the same problems I do. Of course. And it, it, it levels the playing field on all yeah. on all accounts, which helps alleviate the well, whole issue. As I think that we should um, <clears throat> come up with a few things that we'd really love to feel more comfortable about and set out in the next few months to find the answers to those things. Okay. Cool. Okay. I mean, what's what's yours? Because I feel like I'm going to copy your answers. Uh, um, uh, what's your answer to to life? Okay, that's mine too. <laughs> yeah, I'm with her. Yeah, yeah. Option C. We picked C and a half. We wrote our own answer. In. That's fine. Turtles. That's that's the answer. In microwave. Um. <laughs> so let's. Can, can we turn this into a multiple choice? That'll be much easier on me. <laughs> Can we please turn life hacks into a multiple choice? So let's just sort of make that promise to each other. Like I want to figure out ways, um, you know, when you're working with a really small budget and different things or time management, I want to, you know, growing the business, increasing revenue. There's lots of things I feel like I want to chase down and I want to start getting some people in here whose brains we can dissect and they'll never be seen again and that's fine, but then we'll have the answers. I am going to give you the exact opposite of your first point. Tell me. Your first point was trying to figure out a way to work within budgets. My thing is working on not diminishing my quality to squeeze my product into a budget. Okay. So that's, I'm going to have to listen back and write that down to remember it for next time, but it's fine. <laughs> because part of my problem is that um, in my process, I, when a client reaches out to me, I always go to what's your budget because my, the way that I shoot and the things that I do is so specific to each particular client that I don't have a set price list. I can't give you, well, you can get this for this and this for this. It's kind of like, well, what are you looking to do? How much money do you have? And can we figure something out? But a lot of times what they're looking to do and the money they have to spend doesn't match up. Mm. So I do what they want for far less than I would typically take for it. And I need to stop doing that. I need to we'll start. Dissect it. I didn't say we were dissecting it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just... asshole, stop talking. I didn't say we were doing it today. I got to go do some shit. I got to said... take, take my dog to school. And then I got to go look at a thing. And I got to do some stuff. You, you said you were going to have to write it down as if you didn't fully understand what I meant by it. So I elaborated. Did you see me gloss over? <laughs> uh, um, I love you. I knew it. You don't care about me. I do. I <laughs> I care about you a lot. That is a very truthful story. Well, I care about you too. Um, what are your plans for the weekend? Let's quickly go here, and then we're gonna sign off because I actually do have to take my dog to school. <laughs> <laughs> um, this weekend I have. I, I feel like I have a ton of shit going on in my personal life that. I have not made notes of, so I have to check in with Cheryl and see what we have going on. I know that we're celebrating my mom's birthday. That'll be good times. I think I have something going on Sunday. No idea what it could possibly be, but I'm almost certain that there's something going on. Pretty sure there's something going on tonight. No idea what it is, or actually maybe it got canceled. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. So this weekend, I'm just going to figure Cheryl, my shit if you're out. listening, <laughs> Mike needs some help. <laughs> Um, yeah, so weekend goals, figure my shit out. I like that. I like that you think you can do it all in a week. 
no, I mean, life goals. I mean, figure my shit out. I mean, You're like, weekend goals. <laughs> no, I, just, yeah. I just mean figure my shit out for the weekend. For the weekend. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it will probably well, take me all weekend I, to, to sort that out. To figure your stuff out Sunday night. It'll come around you and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was supposed to do. I'm You've let get... <laughs> so many people down at this point. <laughs> I'm going to get so many texts this weekend of just like, dude, where are you? <laughs> I thought you were coming. You RSVP'd like months ago. <laughs> um well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and I hope that you get a chance to relax mm-hmm. a little bit. What are you doing this weekend? Um, I have a dinner, mm. and then I'm hanging out with my doggo. That's it. Do you do? Do you ever do any business on the weekend? I have gotten really fucking great at taking my Sundays to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, really good at that. Like I will. It, it's got to be some hell of a thing for mm-hmm. me to work on a Sunday. And I try and keep two Saturdays a month to myself. So tomorrow I have like a business meeting in the afternoon with a woman in town who owns a phenomenal Pilates studio that I'm going to be doing um, a collaboration with, which I'm super excited about. Uh, and then I'll just hang out, but that's kind of midday. And then, you know, I'll teach puppy yoga and cannabis yoga and stuff on weekends. Nice. Yeah. So. Do you have anything coming up that you want to shout out? Uh, cannabis yoga next Saturday, 420. What, what? Um, DM me or email um, plfstudiokingston at gmail.com and you can get any information on that. Doga every second Wednesday. So this Wednesday coming up, there's Doga. You can message me about that. It's right. Yoga with dogs. Um. You know, there's always lots of fun stuff. Just jump on my social media. I can't ever remember it all. At Painted Lady Fitness. Cool. Boom. I love you. I hope you have a great weekend. I love all of you people. Thank you for letting us um, reunite and get deep this morning. (laughs) Name of your sex tape. (laughs) I'm so happy we could end it on that note. It felt right. We could just keep going I on know. with name of your sex tapes, but we will end it here. We'll um, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Turn the damn thing off. <laughs>